from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to The Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. And we have our final, for the school year, our final segment of Starting Little, Ending Big. Our wonderful segment we've had once or maybe more than once a few times a month with our wonderful elementary school counselors. With us today, we have Miss Gina James. I found it out today. I've been calling her Jenna like 85% of the time, dadgummit. Miss Gina James, and then we also have Miss Elise Hansen here. Thank you so much for being here, ladies. Lovely to see you. Good to be here. Good to be here. I know, and we're here, guys. We're here. Like, good heavens. Like, this end of the school year, it's like everything crazy comes out at the end of the school year. And that's what oh, we're yeah. kind of going to talk about today, is how how the end of the school year looks for different schools, and how it's going for you guys, and how difficult it can be and like all the different things people face. But, and just so, so people can understand what does the end of the school year look like for an elementary school counselor? A lot of testing. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of what makes it, it gets wild to the end. Elaborate I mean, on that. What do you mean, Gina? Well, the, the teachers are stressed. The kids are stressed. The kids are anxious to be out. You see a lot of more behavior, strange things that you haven't seen all year. At least that's what I see at my school. Um, and everybody's tired on top of it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Feelies. yeah. It's like an eternal full moon. Yeah. Let's, let's get through this kind of thing. I don't know. I get kind of excited like the kids do. So maybe I'm just kind of in that realm with them. <laughs> we had such a beautiful day yesterday. And uh, so I just went out on the playground and, and it was fun to be out there with the kids and talk with them, but, but there's a lot of heavy stuff going on and things you're trying to wrap up, finish up with the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Um, we do something different than probably most schools do. We actually do our college and career readiness in May because right. the kids are all in a kind of a forward thinking motion. Then anyway, they're looking forward to the next year. And so I, that's when I do all my hit on all the college stuff, hit on all the career stuff. And that's when um, our fifth grade does their career fair and our fourth grade does their career fair. So we, um, we, we have lots of parents in the building doing those activities with the kids. And so anyway, I've just found that actually works the very best time of year for me is in that just spend that May really having fun talking about the future because everybody's in a future thinking mode, right? So it works well for me. It's not a half bad idea. And it's a great way to fill the time. That's what we talked about this year is, Hey, let's look at the end of the year because we're done with testing and it's easier for the teachers to fit that into the schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't, you're not interrupting, interrupting teaching time because let's be honest here. Last like two weeks of school, it's like garbage time for teachers. <laughs> They're like, Okay, we've gotten through most of our content. Some teachers were really good and planned out their stuff. And I'm not saying you teachers that didn't plan out your stuff, that you didn't plan out your stuff. But like my wife, the last two weeks of school, she's like, 
we did our benchmarks in the end. Like, what else am I going to do with them? And so, yeah, it, that's a great time to fill that up because teachers, I would imagine, mind a lot less the last two or three weeks of school than coming in and taking their classroom instruction. I know we collaborate with them, but at the end, we are we we we're, we are coming in and they are not teaching at that time. Um, but I'm sure sh- I'm sure they mind less at the end of the year versus the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another fun thing is um, our school has J has the junior achievement lessons, and that's also a great time for them to teach those along with the college and career readiness week. What are the junior achievement lessons? Hmm. Well, they have what's called J.A. City up in Salt Lake, and the fifth grade gets to go to that. But it's these lessons that help tell them about businesses and jobs, and they have different lessons for different levels. And ours is sponsored by uh, a local company, a uh, family. And so we're we're very grateful for that. But they're, they're fantastic lessons. I haven't heard them all, but when I pop into a room and a classroom and hear the lessons, I'm so impressed with the things that they're teaching them. But they go right along with the college and career readiness. That's yeah. cool. That's way cool. I know but another... High- I'll go, oh, for, go, go ahead. For no, you're good. You're good. I was going to change the subject. So say what you're going to say, and then I'll change. Oh, no, the I was too. I was too. So go for it. So another fun thing that I like to do the last week or two of school is I go into the sixth grade classes and talk to them about middle school. So we do a lot of transition things from sixth grade or fifth grade, whichever is your your highest grade. But as they transition to middle school or junior high, of course, um, we work with the the middle school. They um, they have the students actually go to the middle school and give them uh, a tour and they have the students present about the different clubs and the different classes the kids can sign up for. But it's a very quick tour right before they get on the buses after um, all of the classes and clubs have presented. But at least they get to go to the school. They're familiar with it. Then the school counselor and principal, they come and help the kids register for their classes and the the school counselor's there to help out. And um, unless they're sick, like I was and didn't get to this year, but oh no, uh, yeah, but that's okay. And so then what I like to do is I have a presentation where I go in and I talk to them about the little nitty gritty questions they have, like, how does lunch work? What about a locker? Um, how long are the classes? Do we have a break? You know, cause here they're not going to have recess anymore and they have a different oh, teacher. No. I actually borrow combination locks from the PE teacher and teach them how to use a combination lock. Most of the kids do not know how. I would say over 90% don't know how to do a combination lock. And um, they may not remember over the summer, but then when they're retaught, it will be familiar and they'll catch on faster. So uh, it's it's a fun presentation. The kids love it and I they always have lots of questions. And I'm somebody that's familiar and they're comfortable with. And so they'll ask me questions that they didn't dare ask the school counselor or the school administ- the middle school administrator. Um, and so we can get a, help, help kind of settle their nerves and get them excited and, and give them tips. And we also tell them what the policy is for using a cell phone and things like that. Just mm-hmm. the little things that they're wondering about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we do almost identical to what Elise just said. So, and it's fun for them. I think it gets them excited about heading 
out to a new school. And again, it allows them to ask questions because they've been with you since kindergarten, a lot of them. They know they can ask you, you know, any questions. And it and it gives me, I also like to cover friendships and peer pressure during that a mm-hmm. little bit. Even though I've hit it yeah. with them, I get a little more intense, you know, in that transition lesson with them help and prepare them. I, I try to teach them stuff I wish someone would have taught me. That's what I think about when I'm teaching them that. So like, don't share your locker combination, <laughs> you know, just life skill stuff. <laughs> don't forward the email from the Nigerian Prince guys. Kit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Towards the end of the school year for us, it's really easy to get burnt out because there's a lot of just time consuming kind of not administrative things, but just like logistic things, right. Feeling out like with us uh, finishing up our CCRs, making sure our files are organized, finishing up the data projects, getting everything. And so it's a lot of, a lot of like computer stuff. Um, and so that's why I almost said admin stuff. Cause it's almost like administrative documents, all that stuff, getting it all in a line. And you're just like, I want to go home <laughs> and, and it's really easy to get burnt out. And if your burnout's a real deal. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's an, it's an easy time of year to, you know, not take care of yourself because you are so busy, but I think it's a critical thing. Just like we talked in our last podcast to keep your norms in place. You keep yours, you know, what you do to keep yourself healthy in place. Well, case in point, Okay, y- y'all ladies this morning, Gina's already been on her hike for the day, and Elise just got done working out as well. I I have a three-month-old, so I got up at five and did that, um, but that's just because I have a three-month-old and what sleep anyway. But case in point, like, you guys were taking care of yourselves this morning. Like, I imagine y'all would be a lot more grumpy if you didn't do these things in the morning with your kids, with your spouses, with yourselves. Um, and oh, so, <laughs> something that I love that Holly said last week that I think plays into this is you don't want to give your family, your loved ones, whatever it is, what's left, right? We want, we want them to have our best. And taking care of yourself plays a big role in that, especially towards the end of the school year as it's getting – it gets a little crazier before it calms down. And at the high school level, I don't know how's the elementary school, but at high school level, we have five days before and five days after and after teachers. So like the kids graduate graduations on like the 26th. And then we have teachers have the rest of that week. And then um, counselors were done on like May 2nd, I think. I mean, June 2nd. Um, I'm on the same schedule as the teachers. I don't. What do you have, Elise? We have a few extra days, but they're not set in stone which days you have to use them. Gotcha. And I guess that's true. I have five Esser days that I use in the summer. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, guys, we're winding down. Um, and then next year's plans. Are you guys? Are you guys continuing to counsel at your same schools next year? I am. Uh, for the most part, yes. Oh, for the most part. <laughs> there, there may be some changes, but I better not say anything yet. Oh, my but, goodness. But pretty much the same, not too much gotcha. difference. I, gotcha. That's crazy. I 
will not be returning to my high school next year. <gasps> what um, are you doing, Nate? So, so I will, I will not be a school counselor next year. I will be a licensed school counselor. I still have my license. That's so I'm going to keep up with my, all my credentials. Um, but I'm going to be pursuing a different thing next year. We're going to be going off doing assemblies and doing that full time and stuff next year. Um, podcasting, all that fun stuff. I'm still going to run this podcast. Still going to do this fun stuff with you ladies. I'm still a school counselor. I'm just not going to be practicing next year. Um, that, that'll, that's going to be fun. But because of that, I'm trying to make extra certain that everything is organized in here, the paperwork, the files I'm making like a whole entire spreadsheet of all my current juniors to say who's not on track and who is on track. So they don't have to dig through transcripts when my replacement first gets here. So if you school counselors that aren't returning, that are, you know, going to a different school or pursuing different ventures, Part of this end of the year stuff for you is going to be making sure that all your ducks are in a row. So your replacement is not cursing your name under their breath because your your files are all unorganized and stuff like that. Because when I, when I first came into this job, everything was a mess. I didn't know who was on track. I didn't know who my kids were. I couldn't find any files on them. Felt like I was starting from ground zero. And so don't do that. To your replacements, guys, if you're moving on to different ventures, make sure everything's in a row. Um, and then just, guys, enjoy the journey, guys. Next year's a new year. Enjoy mm -hmm. the flipping summer, too. Like, don't get so bogged down with thinking about next year that you don't enjoy the summer. The biggest perk of being in education, you get your summers, guys. Go play. Go. Don't spend all your money, but go have fun, Okay. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's that's the biggest perk of being in education. You can go have fun during the summers and not have to think about work so much. Yep, I'm all about it. Let's have a fun summer. Amen. <laughs> I, I have a new summer adventure. I'll be um, teaching a class for UVU during the summer with their new cohort. So I'm excited about that. That's way cool. What class will you be teaching for? Then you're talking about this, you, the school counseling program at, U, yes. at UVU. Yeah, it's it's the one that goes over the national ASCA model and the Utah model. Okay, very good. That'll you'll be you'll be really good at that. Didn't you? Did you do that for USU as well, or no? Um, I've that I've been a guest speaker for, for, for USU. USU and and Rocky Mountain and UVU. Gotcha. But you're actually teaching the course this summer. Yeah. So. It, that'll be, uh, yeah, it's a new adventure. Just like you're be going fun. to have a yeah, new adventure. Co college Nate. kids, college kids, man. That's right. Good times. Yeah, I'm excited. That'll be way fun. That'll be way fun. And it doesn't help that they pay you. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's a helper, right? Well, great, great. So, well, guys, any any last tidbits for counselors before we before we part off for the last time this school year? Enjoy. Just enjoy those there. kids. Yeah, yeah and hang in there. <laughs> hang, hang in there. And my, I someone, someone once told me like, "Hey, this is gonna pass. It might pass like a kidney stone, but it's gonna pass." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna use that forever." So, hang in there. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy those kids. Um, they're not gonna be here forever. You're gonna, you're gonna realize just how much you miss groups of kids. Like even the actually the hardest groups of kids are the ones you end up missing the most mm -hmm. once they're gone and they're out of the school. Um, I started at this high school four years ago. So the current seniors that are graduating this year, 
they were freshmen my very first year when I came in. And so my very first round of freshmen to seniors and like, it's crazy how much I'm like, man, these kids were actually the best part of this job. Like, and like, no, duh. Like that's why I got into education. And so don't, don't take these kids for granted. Enjoy this last bits you have and have a wonderful time. Thank you ladies for joining us. And thank you everybody for listening once again to this week's episode of the sounding board and starting little ending bid big with the Utah school counselors association. Hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email thesoundingboard at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.